Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the Emilio Estevez classic, I guess you would say. Um, 1992, The Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. 1992. Ridiculous. Just seems so long ago. Uh, and of course, um, we uh, we we want to remind everybody if this uh, let this be the reason that you go and find this movie. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, it's currently streaming on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, you should probably watch it if you haven't yet before you get into this. And you know what? Honestly, really doesn't matter. You could just listen anyway. Uh, but if <laughs> at this point you haven't seen the Mighty Ducks, chances are we're not going to sway you to go find it. But if you want to, it's on Disney Plus. We'll give you a second to go find it, watch it, come back and join us for the conversation. And you're back. All right. Greatest of all time. Now we can get started. And of course, Mandy, you and I, we don't like to talk about these movies alone uh, because we would just fight about things. Uh, We need someone here to take sides. And we are very excited to have returning uh, Kalamazoo area comedian, uh, podcaster, uh, Jason Alt is with us, everybody. First ever guest on this pod. Yes. You popped our cherry, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple times. Multiple you times back, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I don't think so. <laughs> that's too funny. We didn't go all the way on the first one, though. I'll say. No, right? Um, Matt, you were, I don't know if Jason could hear it, but every once in a while you garble a little. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's just life. That's, it just if he's, if he's recording audio on his end, it won't matter. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, cool. So, Jason, welcome back. How you doing? I can't complain. Sometimes I still do. Uh, there's a global pandemic, which means uh, if I were a fan of the Mighty Ducks in real life, I couldn't go see them lose. Um, but you yeah, know. yeah, yeah you're a big hockey guy. Like you like the you know the hockey. You like the the whole the whole shebang. Yeah, it's um it's really cool that you invited me to do this episode on the 44th anniversary of the release of the movie Slapshot. Oh wow! Oh yes, I love that movie. It's mm-hmm. been a really long time since I've seen it though. <laughs> 44 years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roughly, right. give or take. Give or take a few. Yeah, I, I watched it when I was an egg and a sperm. Yeah, it's your prenatal, first prenatal movie <laughs> watching experience. Actually, so they, like, Anaheim Mighty Ducks, um, they named themselves after this movie, but then they took out the Mighty. Yeah. Yeah, and it was in t- 2005, 2006. Did they take out the Mighty season. after they realized they weren't good? I don't know anything about hockey. Are they good? <laughs> They are not good anymore. They were okay. very good very recently. Huh. All right. So maybe they might want to think about bringing Ironically, that Mighty they back. Would, they would often lose in the conference final to the Hawks. Ah. Look at that. No. Art, art imitating life. Life imitating <laughs> art. So, Did uh, their coach used to be a Hawk? Because that'd just be like way too, <laughs> way too coincidental. No, I don't. I don't think so. Or I can't was, think of who their coach is right now. Um, Gordon Bombay. Yeah, sure. That's true. I mean, yeah. Come on. Follow along, Jason. Uh, so we always ask the guest uh, every time, Jason, before we make uh, or before we get into this nonsense too far, how long had it been since you watched this movie before we made you watch it for the podcast? Uh, three months. <laughs> okay. It's very nice. specific. I watched, I, I watched it on Disney Plus with my daughter and I haven't oh. had Disney Plus for three months. So how did that go? <laughs> Would you say that uh, was a pleasant viewing experience for your daughter? I think it held up personally. Um, it was a little funnier than I remember. And uh, my daughter just can't sit still. So, okay. All mm-hmm. right. 
what she saw she liked. She yeah. likes ice skating, but she has not played any hockey. Okay. Yeah, this movie does have quite a few montage slash, you know, skating moments. So that might keep some attention for uh, for the youngsters out there. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, I don't know how this would fare with. Uh, see, I, I watched this movie alone. I didn't get a chance to watch it with my family. One of the very few that we've done that would have been appropriate sort of to watch with <laughs> the family. And I was just up here hiding in the old closet watching uh, watching movies on my phone. So uh, and because of that, we get uh, some of these clips and I'm just going to go ahead. Let's meet. Uh, let's meet Gordon as a lawyer in the very beginning of the film here. Oh, Mr. Bombay, I'm so glad you could make it. Please restrict yourself to relevant cross-examination. Your Honor, the applicability of societal intent vis-a-vis individual action is well established. I'm citing Minneapolis v. Higgins, in which the appellate court overruled a judge Ooh, burn. who disallowed yeah. similar testimony. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm not mistaken, that was you. <laughs> Got him. All right. As so we someone have- that used to work for judges, they really hate being appealed. <laughs> <laughs> so we have high drama courtroom drama in this film it's got a little bit of oh yeah you know it's it's like a few good men so dramatic there <laughs> for sure for sure for sure having I mean, gone to a, a non douche. sorry yeah, go ahead yeah i've gone to a non-zero amount of law school that wasn't just like babble either yeah sometimes they're like just bullshit legal speak you know or whatever but uh yeah they they mm-hmm. did a decent job they probably paid some lawyer two hundred dollars an hour to to write that to consult on the film right. with them yeah why not sure. We'll keep that in mind when we talk about the budget. So you don't have to add mm-hmm. that consulting <laughs> fee in when we get there. But um, all right. So uh, this is uh, the Mighty Ducks. This has a franchise associated with it. How uh, or I guess, yeah. Mandy, we haven't uh, asked. How long had it been since you watched this movie? Uh, uh, quite a few years. I, I was excited when it went because it wasn't on Disney Plus right away. It took sure. a while for them to put it on. But then I knew that we were going to be doing the podcast. So I was kind of waiting Um so yeah it's been a few years but i watched this all the time as a kid i had a huge crush on a bunch of the dudes okay Um, you know i thought they were they were hotties any tamborelli i bet (laughs) we need to know yeah we need to know actual names here i'm i've got to pull this up real quick here no that's okay i'm looking i don't remember that as one of the guy as one of the people yeah little pete from pete and pete was in oh yeah yeah the little little fella Uh, he was the was he the brother of the figure skater? Yes. No. Oh, yes, you know what? Yes, I didn't even was. pull it. Oh, so he was Tommy. Tammy yeah. and Tommy. Tammy, Tommy gotcha. and Tommy. Gotcha. For sure. Yeah, uh, no, he wasn't He, he wasn't does, one of them. He Neither does stand-up comedy now, doesn't he? Doesn't he do, like, stand-up with the other Pete guy? Or just tell stories I, I on stage? I think they just do, like, a Pete and Pete tour. Like, hey, remember that show? How uh, Does that have legs? Have you witnessed any of those types of, of acts? Like the the old TV, uh, not to besmirch the name of of the deceased, but didn't uh, Screech do some stand up too uh, before Screech, he? Okay, so I opened for Screech, and I, I can <laughs> verify that he did college level, just you know, dirty. Sure. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a college room, you know, you just there's a certain uh, there's kind of stuff that you don't go political, you just go dirty. Yeah. 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 Low, low brow. For sure. And I mean, uh, yeah, but like if that stuff's so easy to write, why can't everybody do it? So, yeah, I guess whatever. that's the case. But I'm not so, going to I'm not going to dump on Screech because he's dead now. And we have to pretend he was a hero or whatever. But um, <laughs> right. his act was whatever. So uh, I can verify that he didn't really talk about Saved by the Bell as much. 
except to be like, hey, you know me from that. Isn't that weird? Sure, sure. Where the alternative to that is I I opened for Chris Kattan at at one point, and that's all he did was, uh, you know, just tell stories about being on Saturday Night Live and getting hurt, uh, severely injured by The Rock while on uh, Saturday Night Live. So that was most of his act. Tim Meadows, too. When Tim Meadows was at Grins, that was like all he talked about. Yeah. I mean, it, like people would shout out SNL stuff and he would just do it. <laughs> it was sort of like, well, yeah. And they, Bill Hicks said your material is what you fall back on when you can't yeah. think of anything funny to say. And uh, <laughs> I guess your SNL career is what you fall back on. Well, improv. it's like people that, you know, like they're they loved high school and they they they. <laughs> they only remember like the, every time they you get with them they're like oh man in high school i did this in high school I did that and i'm gonna be like yeah you're 45 so it's been it's been <laughs> well, a minute it, it'd be different if your high school was filmed and broadcast to the the world it might be a little more relatable i guess that's what these guys are banking on the idea that you actually watched them on saturday night live so that's yeah why i mean i guess they were successful at you're least. there yeah right they made it on so you know they got that going for them but uh so uh this movie is among a franchise of films. Uh, is there a favorite? I, I, there's also an animated series, correct? And then, yeah. Oh, the animated series is uh, very different. It's about okay. actual Mighty Ducks mm-hmm. who fight crime yeah. using okay. the power of hockey. <laughs> very good. And then, but- and then, when they're done fighting crime, they go back to the rink. And play some hockey so they are a hockey team yep. but then they use their and they're like they're animated ducks and they're all <laughs> very different sizes and shapes which is not something you see with like a, an actual hockey team yeah yeah that so, was the thing too with these kids like when they go up against the hawks at the end like when they're like going out onto the ice i was like damn these kids are small <laughs> yeah for sure like, comp- i mean i'm sure that they did that on purpose they hired like you know bigger kids to make them more intimidating but and bigger kids can skate because like you you'll put if like you know Joshua Jackson or whatever is that his uh-huh. name? anyway if he yes, has a hard time skating him. you work with him one on one you're like okay we need you to act so like here's how you skate but if someone's like I'm hawk bully number four if <laughs> if you're get him a body bag guy you have to skate like no one's gonna <laughs> you can't be like I'm an extra in a hockey movie who's gonna work with me one on one is like get out of here idiot we can go to any rink in los angeles and just find you know 14 14 year olds who can all skate so like i (laughs) I think that's why the hawks were earlier were older because Mm -hmm. it's like look we need people who can play hockey we're gonna like we're gonna point the camera at your stick you need to be able to stick handle you need to be able to skate this all has to be believable so i think that's why they got older kids for the hawks so they would be better at hockey so they would blend into the background if you're bad at hockey it's noticeable but if you're good you don't really notice so i i i'm because I, I know that they had a hard time finding actors who could skate, but like for extras, like, yeah, don't even worry about it. Just right. Yeah. Well, sure. most of the kids lied in their audition and said they could skate. Mm. And then when it came time or not just skate, but like play hockey. And then when it came time for them to like perform the, you know, the producers and, and the director were like, fuck, we got to do some <laughs> training before we can start <laughs> filming this. Nice. And, uh, so not that working with kids isn't wrangling cats at all times anyway so yeah like <laughs> it's like best to this have, would be a pain it's best to have several too when you have when you're working oh. with a child actor the idea of working with several that also can't do the thing that you need them to do is is best i'm sure <laughs> uh, 
So, uh, okay. So yeah, I was going to say, uh, of the, the franchise of films, uh, where does this one rank? And this then we've got, we've got the new one coming out soon. Like, wasn't that just announced pretty recently? Yeah. Yeah. Disney plus is doing like a, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Reborn coach Conway or yeah. I don't know. Um, of the three, this is the second best one. I think it's two, one, three. I think the okay. stakes were a little bit higher in the second one. I think, I think some of the jokes were better. The hockey was a little bit better. They brought in the kids from outside of just this mm-hmm. weird Minneapolis neighborhood. So the second one where they went to the junior goodwill games and fought for the gold medal against Iceland, a little bit higher yeah, stakes. The good. third one, a little bit higher stakes. Sure. The third one, uh, the big pivotal game was a scrimmage against varsity. Like they had their regular JV season to keep their scholarship. It's like, you gotta, but also it all comes down to this, a scrimmage against varsity where there are 40 people in the stands. Yeah, Do you have what low it stakes. takes to beat guys two years older than you? <laughs> yeah, but the third one was when Joshua Jackson really got hot. Like that was, I, I mean, like he cut, cut his hair. He lost some of his baby fat. I was all about it. For sure. All right. Yeah. Right. I, I just love him. I love Dawson's Creek and Fringe. I just think he's like the cat's pajamas. Nice. Very good. Uh, anyway. Um so well, uh, Thirsty Mandy liked the third one, but I, I think it's two one three. So. Two one three, sure. <laughs> but there's a big gap between one and three, if you ask me. Nice. Uh now I am completely ignorant to everything that happened in two and three. I think I've seen them. It would have been so long ago. Even for this movie, uh it's it's been, you know decades since i've seen this film uh and it's one of those deals where you start watching it and it starts flooding back like it's like Mm -hmm. oh i remember this as it's happening sort of thing Mm -hmm. but if you had asked me any amount of the plot i would have said like a ragtag bunch of kids start playing hockey for what what my brain thought was no reason you know what i mean like it just wasn't in there like the the whole plot of this film was was lost on me so it was a nice rewatch for me it was fun i got back into it a little bit um I never had the inclination to become a hockey player at, at any point in my life, but I, I think it would have been cool. <laughs> I, I think skating would at least be fun to try. You know what I mean? So, that, so that's fun for me to watch, I suppose. But uh, let's talk about uh, standout performances, characters, people that you either forgot were in it or just were like extra good on this rewatch. Anybody? Well, I... Th- I think the elephant in the room is the fact that one of the uh, characters is played by just the Smollett. Yep. Yep. Which made the scene where Gordon Bombay told them to pretend they got hit when they didn't uh, all that yeah. much funnier. Yeah. I was like, Oh, he must've been taking notes from this in real life when that was going down. He's like, how did he tell us to fall? What was that? Oh scene? my gosh. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. So that's uh, it. Uh, Terry Hall is his character name. He's one of the mm-hmm. Hall brothers in the film. Yeah. Also happens to be one of the uh, Oreo line uh, as as given the title in the film, which I I literally stopped the movie and was like, mm-hmm. did they just do what I think they did? That is weird. Like, I guess in the lens of 1992, it's different, maybe. But well, like, and the, the kids say it first. Yeah. The kids are, say go Oreo line. So yeah. then but then when he shouts it in the, in a game. Yeah. Well, I would. I'm just like, what? This is so jacked. I mean, yeah, and, and, and far be it for me to to be offended on someone else's behalf. But so yeah. I'm not. I'm just not sure how to accept that. You know what I mean? I don't. Maybe it's cool. I don't know. Maybe that's something fun. But for me, it was just real weird to to see that happen. But anyhow, uh, as we all know, uh, Jesse Smollett went on to bigger and and, and better things. <laughs> Take the right. hit. Look hurt. Be believable. Right. 
He forgot that third part. That's true. <laughs> that is true. He got an embellishment no, he, penalty. He, I was going to say people believed him for a minute. <laughs> um, my standout character for sure uh-huh. is Lane Smith, um, who plays Coach Riley. We've had him on a ton of movies. For sure. And his acting, especially when Identical. he... Identical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, when he is next to um, Emilio Estevez, it really makes... It really shows you like how poorly I felt like Emilio Estevez acted in this movie. <laughs> sure. And maybe it was just... That's what they wanted him to do. Maybe maybe Gorbin, Gordon Bombay is just like low-key you know just uninteresting yeah like, deadpan uh, uninteresting yeah. sure i mean even during like the romance parts he's like you know i'm really happy to be here with you like there's just nothing there like i don't know I, yeah yeah i get it um yeah it almost seemed like doing this movie for him was community service like it was like i'm just like, going through the paces he had to be here you know yeah, yeah. the cop like the cop pulls him over and he's like i got this script yeah right maybe i say you're obstructing traffic and that you uh i i take the breathalyzer maybe you pass this script on to somebody (laughs) yeah yeah um all right speaking of being uh pulled over uh here is that scene in the film okay i'm taking you down the precinct breath blood or urine no thanks i'm full (laughs) okay out of the car now that was just my first. That was the first big laugh I had in the movie. I was like, yeah, that was ah, good stuff. Got it. Look That's at that. something I didn't get as a kid either. You know. Yeah. That's oh sure. Just, yeah. just something just for the parents. It's like, oh, I took my eight-year-old to a hockey movie and I got to sit through this for two hours, and they're like, oh, it doesn't <laughs> suck. That's good. Is is the scene in? Uh, so the, I think it's in a Mighty Wind when uh, fuck, what's his name? The the guy he's drinking a glass of water and he's being spoken to by people who he does not want to talk to anymore. And he sips the water and then lets it dribble down his face and then goes, oops, looks like I'm full and then turns and walks away. Like that's his like segue for getting out of the conversation. <laughs> that's awesome. was one of the goddamn funniest things I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, and that just this reminded me of that, too. <laughs> I was like, hey, I love that? that that movie was just uh, a setup for them all to sing. A mighty wind is blowing you and me. Yep. Yeah. The kind whole of like, thing was I, a punch. I feel yeah. like best in show was just a setup so they could say you're going to show winky. <laughs> yeah yeah um oh and you have a, a spinal tap poster uh behind you that's fun look at that yeah um all right uh so i my standout character probably was like yeah where i guess it's not so much a standout character in the sense that they were like a tremendous actor but i was just very happy to see them when they were on screen was the limo driver um yes. yeah i forget his name directly here let's see if we can track that down nope all right so he here's a clip with him I... Oh, well, you know, in the uh, early 70s, I drove the tour bus for the Grand Funk Railroad. Man, that was the life. Chicks, parties, amps cranked up to about 8 jillion decibels. Doctor said all that loud music damaged my hearing, but I got no regrets, except for the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> do this? Uh, MC Ganey is his name. He, okay. he plays Lewis. And I, I looked him back... up. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, it was just the music in the background for that was very uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I like thought a, the same thing. It was a cross between Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and the background, like just the normal bed of like Tommy Boy throughout the yeah, entire movie. It was like Danny Elfman's uh, yeah. concerto in o- for oboe. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Mandy? 
oh um i i was like man this guy i felt like i was like where have i seen this guy and then i looked him up and basically just everywhere like it's yeah, not Air, any tons yeah of it, yeah conair was one i mean there was a bunch of i i mean he's been on so many television shows that i've watched and i was just like oh okay same with the girl that played connie as soon as i saw her i was like where in the hell have i seen her wet hot american and, summer is probably yep. where you saw her it was that and, and um she is she plays um a Muslim in Shameless. She plays the wife of the store owner. And that was where I had seen her more recently. Um, but yeah, the Wet Hot American Summer one and two she's yep. in. And I and I loved those. For movies. 40 bucks, Marguerite Moreau will plug your podcast on uh, <laughs> nice. Cameo. So <laughs> just all so right. We well, we we talk about Mighty Ducks in my podcast a lot, Brainstorm Brewery, mm, and uh, sure. we we went on Cameo, and uh, Averman would not do it. He's like, I don't do commercial endorsements on Cameo, which is, makes sense. Yeah, it's like, hey, for forty bucks, why don't you plug AT and T? And he's like, wait a minute. So like, I get it, but Marguerite Moreau is like, it's a podcast. Who cares? Nice. Well, yeah. she's beautiful. Like even as a, you know a young girl, but it, it, you know to this day, she looks exactly the same. So yeah, she's an age today since uh, mm-hmm. since 25 years ago or however long ago they shot <laughs> what, Hot American Summer. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the kid that plays Guy Jermaine, who is the her boyfriend, you know, the one that yeah. they're like holding hands and stuff. His name is oh. Guy. It's a hockey movie. Come on. Everybody's French Canadian. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Guy. Well, <laughs> um, he is actually brothers with the guy that plays um, Reed. Um Fulton Reed. Fulton Reed. Yeah, they're they're brothers, so they oh. looked too similar. So um, the guy that plays Fulton had to dye his hair black. Um, but I was like, I could not believe that. And once I once they said that, I I reckon, you know I saw that there was some similarities. But oh wow, yeah, look at mm-hmm. that. Um, it's Gar- Garrett Ratliff Henson, and then um, Eldon Henson, who's yes, he's in the. Uh, I guess he's not in the MCU. He's in the the Netflix Marvel universe. Nice. Yes. On, I just uh, I just know him from uh, Daredevil. Yeah. I just know him from Butterfly Effect. That's yes. Hmm. That's where I know that kid from. But uh, well, and I always thought that Fulton was like really not cute, and I always thought that Guy was or Gee, whatever. He's <laughs> not really Gee, but uh, I always thought that he was like just super hot, and we had him on Casper. I mean, we didn't have him on Casper. That would have been weird because he was super young. But um, yeah. So and I'm like, oh, that's that's a shame. Like, it's kind of like Randy Quaid and Dennis Quaid. I was going to say the exact same thing. It's <laughs> Jeff like and one... Bo Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> you guys look too similar. Jeff, could you dye your hair or something? It's like... <laughs> nice. um, all right. Uh, let's do uh, uh, this is where uh, Gordon Bombay meets the team. So he drives out onto the ice, gets out of the car. And here's what we get. Yo, dude, you obviously in the wrong hood. This is my dominion. It's a drug-free zone, you understand? Yeah, man. We ain't buying nothing. Now, I'm feeling generous today. Come on. So I'm going to let you get your side vanilla booty out of here before we be using your eyeballs as hockey pucks. (laughs) Thanks, bro. But I'm not going home till I take care of business. He's got a gun. I mean, do you do anything with your black leather gloves on? Like, I I couldn't even reach. I couldn't even unfold that paper with gloves. Well, you're clearly like, not an assassin. They're for strangling a guy, and that's yeah. it, right? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> he was actually just reaching into his coat to pull out a maga hat. Like that was the whole. It was the start of the Seriously. whole the whole Smollett 
process there. <laughs> but uh, all right, yeah. let's. Hundred percent, an old white dude wrote that dialogue too, right? Yeah, yeah. bro, easy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> which and, like, is funny immediately. I'm not going to buy any drugs. Like, calm down. I don't, I'm not buying drugs. Get back in your limo. Who's showing up on the ice in a limo with like I a backseat filled with kilos? Hello. I am the worst drug dealer ever. <laughs> I do everything. I do packaging. I do distribution. I go out to every neighborhood and drive into the middle of hockey games to sell a kilogram of cocaine to children. One, <laughs> one milligram at a time to eight year olds. Not to say that Emilio Estevez has never been in a limousine filled with cocaine or anything. But I'm, sure. I'm sure. Oh, speaking of, Charlie Sheen was supposed to have that part, and he turned it down. Oh. So, and have, they're you know, not have been good, by the way. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, other than him, um, I mean, he turned it down, and then um, other people that were considered before Emilio Estevez were uh, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Bill Murray, which would have changed the movie completely. It would have mm-hmm. been um, two Bad News Bears with Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And. My, and well, and he was way too old, I feel like, but he has been way too old since he was like 10. So, um, but and Michael J. Fox, which I thought that would have been good. Michael J. Fox would have been good. Tom Hanks would have been good. Yeah. Tom Hanks yelling. I mean, kind of like a league of their own, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The precursor to a league of their he own. Absolutely, sure. He absolutely could have done it. It would have been Michael good. J. Fox would have at least been a more likable person as Bombay. Like Emilio Estevez, I was like, I don't even give a shit that you won. Like, I'm just glad the kids won, but yeah, not for you, you know? Michael J. Fox wouldn't have been believable. He's like, I'm a lawyer, but I'm going to coach these hockey kids for no reason, just because out of the goodness of my heart. Right. Yeah. He would have had a lot more heart involved in it for sure. Um, yeah. I remember. So I thought rewatching this film, I thought it was going to be filled with like hokey, like zippy zappy joke type all like through the whole thing, like just nonstop. Like, hey, here we go. Aberman. <laughs> Oh my just god! Nonstop Aberman. Yeah, I'm so glad they put a muzzle on that kid, like for most of the film. Because if I had to hear him do the, the copier guy yeah. bit from from Saturday Night Live over and over again, hey, goly goly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of, let's uh, let's no, hit that. No, let's Hockey. There's no batter. Idiot. Idiot. Hum, and did you recognize him? I just want to hit him with a shovel. Um, I know I've seen him before. Is he from? He's from So I Married So I Married an Axe Murderer. He's the the Heed Pence. No. Oh, he's the big head <laughs> he's kid. Yeah. The, the the fro kid. <laughs> Look at that. Because yeah, like if you if you don't recognize that. him from that, like he just mostly does television. So. Sure. He's done a lot, though. I, I was actually really surprised by just how most of these these kids moved on to okay, have like gargantuan cranium about. <laughs> He's going to cry himself to sleep tonight on this huge pillow. It's like an orange on a toothpick. Look at this kid. All right. Sorry. Move on. Sorry. Oh, speaking of when I was looking up like six, you know, the kids and to see where they were at. Sure. So Sean Weiss, who plays Goldberg, mm-hmm. um, he just celebrated uh, one year sober. From meth from on January twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is I could have sworn he he was dead. I yeah. thought one hundred percent that he died. I thought he mm. died like a couple of years ago. He got like, some sweet free headshots from TMZ though. If you yeah. guys go check those out, those are he got new teeth. Looking like, real, th- real sweet. Yeah. <laughs> People paid for him to have new teeth. Like, oh. S- somebody said he tried stand up, but he showed up like after a meth binge. <laughs> oh, like, don't you know who I am? Trying to get on stage and. uh no one knows who he is because he lost weight. Because yeah, of math. Mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. He had the Jennifer Gray scenario happen. 
You get your nose fixed and nobody yeah, cares, you know? Nobody cares. <laughs> he's uh, he's if Jonah Hill hadn't gotten super famous first before he lost all that weight. Yeah, but then every time Jonah Hill gets in, they're like, we were thinking of more of a Jonah Hill type. He's like, what that mean? Yeah. It means gains those 60 pounds back. Right, yeah. We need a little Absolutely. chunk on the end of this, yeah. I feel like at, like Moneyball was what really got him to the point where he could lose weight and still get parts. Sure. Like now he just plays like you know he plays like a know it like a know it all or whatever and a smart guy like the the sidekick in everything. Yeah. Nice. All right. He's, he's not going to be a leading man. I'm pretty pretty sure ever. I guess unless he gains the weight back and then he could do more. He could For do sure. super like really super bad or Su- like extra super, super worse. Bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just really very bad. <laughs> super duper bad. Yeah. Oh, like maybe like maybe like this is so bad maybe we shouldn't be making fun of this kid so, i like, would absolutely <laughs> watch the shit out of that movie because i love super bad yeah uh, i want to see where, where did mclovin go sorry i mean we haven't seen him christopher mintz platz uh yeah he's, he's been somewhere he's done some work he was he in kick-ass too wasn't he in like God, I want to say he was in like bench warmers or something weird like that, but he was I mean, in that one was of those. Kind of, he wasn't no, in that bench was warmers. The was dynamite, in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in Kick Ass, yes, and Kick Ass too, but that was for a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, know. you know, sometimes people uh, go to college or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> 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 he moved to Hawaii and became McLovin in real life. Um, let's see. What do we want to do next? We've got some clips here. So, okay, that's what I was going to ask you guys. So, is this movie a quotable movie because I was having a difficult time trying to pull clips that I was like, this would be recognizable as, you know, from this film specifically. If they were quotes, I would quote it. (laughs) Okay. Like that would, that would just be a thing that was in my repertoire. So like, not really. So then that my question is, does a movie have a level of like greatness where it becomes like in the, you know, lexicon of of life or what like just where it, it it is quotable and this movie somehow is missing that like would this be amplified even more so in the lives of all of us that grew up in this era if this were like a more quotable yeah because sandlot is basically this movie with quotes for sure yeah yeah well no i feel like sandlot was way better um yeah. like this movie it has so many montages and like you don't really get to like individually like really like the characters like you kind of, you like For sure. I agree. Like you, get yeah. a lot, you get a lot with Charlie, but then at the end I was like, I would be so fucking pissed if I was all the other kids. And he's like, Oh, why don't we let Charlie take it? Cause I want to stick my dick in his mom. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. has there ever been the coach of a, or, or has there ever been a seasons long winning coach of any team ever that hasn't been an evil person? Because every, every time that that person is depicted in film, that they're like yeah. the best coach and they have been for decades. They're mm-hmm. always the most evil person in the town. Like this guy. I can't think of one. Just yeah, awful. because like you want to root for the underdog because that's that that gets people invested in capitalism. Like people have to think they're the underdogs. Like I have to vote for lower taxes because what about when I pull myself up by my bootstraps? Right. So right, to get right. people to vote against their own economic interests, all their movies has to depict successful people as so hugely flawed. It's like, I don't even aspire to that. Right. And I, I mean, I guess now that I look back at this movie though, I mean, he wasn't really like an awful person, at least not to Gordon. He was somewhat condescending. Well, and he just wanted him to continue to play. 
he lost a terrible shot and then his dad died in the same year and he was just like, fuck hockey forever. And my next question then becomes what I, I don't understand. So so let's say you're good at hockey when you're in peewee age hockey. Mm-hmm. Like, is it still the same? Like when he comes back to coach, is he going to know what, like he uh, presumably has not touched skates since he quit, has not handled a hockey stick at all since he quit. Like, I just feel like this guy has no right to even consider being a coach unless it's of a ragtag team of misfits. I suppose. Yeah, he can like just take over his coach of the Hawks. They're like, ah, what have you been doing? Yeah, I think my favorite part is like a rink is where kids of all ages play. So the fact that they have banners up just for one peewee championship <laughs> team and like nothing else in the trophy case. It's like we only care about 10 year olds at this rink. <laughs> right. And where do those kids go? Do they not move on to the next level up and become like amazing? I know <laughs> they would play at that rink until they were like 18. Like, what are you even talking about? Right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just I think that's funny that there's it's like, oh, the, the Hawks, they're really good. They're the From only age 10 to 13. You're, I, you're hot shit at this rink. And then after that, um, they just go work in the mine in the town. I guess. Then, yeah. they're, then they're too old for Riley. Really, it's Riley. is yeah, the little true. boys. And eventually, once they get reach a certain age, he's like, yeah, I don't. That's why to. he was so pissed. Not that he uh, missed the shot. It's that he quit doing hockey. Out, yeah. yeah, he aged out of. <laughs> yeah, this is the menudo of uh, of hockey teams. Right here. <laughs> Um, I, I thought too, it was ridiculous. Like I, what, uh, that he could just strap on skates and then just go and like cut and do all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I was a freaking amazing roller skater. I roller skated every weekend. I could, you know, go backwards. I could spin around. I could do all this amazing stuff. Now, if you put me, I mean, when I put, put on roller skates, I can like, I'm like, the, I'm like, I just go back and like my top waves back and forth, just trying really hard to stay up. And he just like puts skates on and just takes off. And I'm like, this is such bullshit. That's because hockey was in his blood. It's yeah. like Disney magic, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to play this throwaway clip of, uh, well, here, you'll hear it. I was just trying to pull clips of this movie that I was like, that's memorable, right? Goldberg farting in a limo. He farted up the limo. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there was, there was one of those. The Um, only thing I quote from this movie is somebody whiffed on a shot. I don't know if it was this movie or Mighty Ducks too, but Bombay goes, keep swinging. Maybe you'll give him a cold. And I, I thought that was funny. So like I, I used that when somebody very specifically whiffs at trying to do a sports thing. Nice. From now on, I'm going to use the Hey Goalie Goalie thing uh, for literally every sport that I'm in front of. If anybody starts doing a sport in front of me, I'll just start doing the the Hey Goalie Goalie thing. Uh, Another favorite part of this movie for me is when they do the win chant for the first time, and it's just like the sad chant. so sad. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, I loved it so hard. Come on. Come on. Win. 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 Win, 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 win,
crazy. I, I mean, as a kid, I was just like not. You know, he was in heavyweights. Like, yeah. Also. Yeah, and that's something we're that's we're gonna be doing very soon. So that's super funny because so is so is Goldberg. So is Sean Weiss. So that'll be fun. He was also yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks like. Um. Yeah. Probably. Two thousand seventeen. Is wow. hot. That's a that's quite the span from. Young heavyweight no facial reference, whatever that means. Yeah, uh, from from heavyweights in '95 till uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, well, he must have impressed Danny like Tamborelli because he did, he did ten episodes of Pete and Pete after this. Nice, nice. It's so weird to me doing this podcast where we start seeing these interconnected weave of like mm-hmm. famous people who like borrow from other projects and then become like besties and then work together forever, like. For the rest of their lives it's so crazy to see all of these people in the same projects together but uh it's fun i love that i hate when you hear about two people that you love seeing on screen together and they just fucking hate each other i hate sure. especially when they're like a like you know they're supposed to be like some sort of like crazy passionate romantic couple and then you find out they hate each other and you can't even watch it after that you're just like this yeah. is just like this is like angry sex this isn't even like loving sex anymore they're just i can't even watch my parents wedding video anymore <laughs> <laughs> knowing they were faking a lot of that on-screen chemistry yeah on-screen uh, chemistry. oh my god yeah, that's uh, like the best it's got the outtake roll at the end like can we can we take <laughs> this again it just wasn't enough wasn't enough love here um oh my god that's funny all right so we are just about to the end of the first half of this nonsense we've discussed a good portion of the film played with some uh some clips here but now uh, we're going to lean into uh, your responsibility in this, Jason, which is to uh, come up with. Uh, hold on. Let's play the theme song first. Ready? Uh, here we go. Chop this. Chop this synopsis. Short and sweet. Chop this synopsis where we take uh, where we give you, Jason, the task of rewriting the synopsis of this film, condensing it down to 10 words or less. So you want to take the entirety of the Mighty Ducks. Uh, and you want to give us whatever you'd find on the back of the DVD or maybe the blurb on Netflix, 10 words or less, and we will get that from you after the break. And we will be right back after these messages. Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast, so can you keep them quiet during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast? I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot, when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. appreciate it. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. All right. It is now time for the rousing conclusion of Chop This Synopsis. So, Jason, if you could please regale us with your 10-word or less synopsis of The Mighty Ducks. Take it away. Drunk allowed near kids. They teach him (laughs) ducks become mighty. Mm. There you go. Amazing. Actually, it's funny you say that because... The um, original like screenplay for this is supposed to be like a recovering alcoholic hockey player that it's supposed to be a lot darker. Where like he, bad news bears. Well, yeah, and he and he only takes the the coaching job because he wants to get back at his old coach. Like it's not because of community service or anything like that. He just 
wants to beat the, you know, Riley nice. or whatever. A redemption arc always beats a revenge arc, I think. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're going to hit him where it hurts. And up the, there. <laughs> the punctuation in your, uh, in your synopsis was important, too. It's not that the children taught him that ducks are mighty. It's, you know, I like it. I like it a lot. All right. <laughs> I would click on it. Talk sure. about Hans either. Like I, I like Ooh. the guy. Like, Speaking I like of Hans, Hans' character, yeah. You want to meet Hans? Here we go. Yeah. Gordon, how did you know? Through the back door this time of night, just like you used to. You'd spend hours watching me do this. Uh, what do you think? Is this sharp enough? Huh? Ah! Did you cut yourself? No. <laughs> So when I saw him, I was like, oh my gosh, I know I've seen him before too, but I felt like it was something, you know, fairly recently. Um, but no, the only thing that I really recognized him from was um, when he was a bad guy in Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the diplomatic yeah. community. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's from London, by the way. He always does some accent. They're like, <laughs> hey, you're British, right? You you could sound like a guy named Vladimir Yushchenko. And he's like, I'm from London, nah. mate. And they're like, yeah, do a Russian accent. He's like, go Russian accent. They're like, all right, you could be in Hunt for Red October. That, yeah, you know exactly. who can do a Russian accent? Sean Connery. No one cares. <laughs> but if, I, if I'm being honest, Hans does look like he did some questionable things when he was young. So, I mean, the fact that he's like German makes a little sense, you know. Um, <laughs> all right. So we have uh, a few clips here and there. Like I said, none of this is like super quotable for sure. Um, I did enjoy the fact that this was a Disney movie and they made the little kid say bastard. So I'm going to play. Oh my that God. Well. So much cussing. Yeah. Like hell. You and- bastards. We're going to play. Oh, you suck. This his skin, you Joe Pesci uh, audition. here. Heart attack. Great. Yeah. That was Peter. Yeah. I had some Joe Pesci feelings cussed for Peter. Less in home alone when his head was on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, what can I say to this little mutt? Can I say I'm going to bust his fucking head open and shit on his brains? It's like, you can say rassum frassum. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Go home and get your shine box, kid. Uh, you sound just like him. Well done. Nice. Which, um, speaking of, um, the kid that plays Banks, he never really went on to do anything. Um, but his name is Vincent LaRusso. And I and it reminds reminded me of, like, I just thought, like, that's a Ralph Macchio character. Like, somewhere, like, because he was in My Cousin Vinny, and then he's Daniel LaRusso. LaRusso. From... For sure. Yeah, and so I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's like his real name. But Vinny, Vinny LaRusso, for sure. Speaking of, when you said the the put him in a body bag guy, he died in real life. I don't know if you guys watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, they uh, they had him on the show, and they're like, oh, he's got cancer. And I'm like, that's dark. Why would they? Oh, it was like... He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come back for the show, but I got cancer real bad. They're like, that's cool. We'll just write that in to the script. (laughs) It was his make a wish at the end. Yeah. They actually really have cancer cancer to start, but they really needed that in the show. He's a method actor. (laughs) (laughs) Like you drinking benzene. (laughs) Uh, Nice. That's good stuff. We um, trivialized a man's tragic death. For sure, yeah. <laughs> for we, laughs. We sure yeah, did. Have you seen... Have yeah, you I like seen how earlier we weren't going to speak ill of Screech, but we decided to go for this kid. <laughs> Screech was one of us, all right? Yeah, that's true. that is true. That's true. What now? Um, uh, have, have you watched Cobra Kai? I, feel I have like not. we've talked about this. Okay. Nope. You should. 
Yeah. It's really good. I mean, should I, now, do I need to rewatch Karate Kid before I watch? You no, need to watch, rewatch Karate Kids one, two, three, four, anyway. and the new Karate Kid. Okay. Like yeah. unrelated to the fact that I want to watch Cobra Kai or just, just because I should have, I should watch it now. I want you to rank Karate Kids one, two, and three. <laughs> okay. The way you had me rank Mighty Ducks because like, oh, two. my answer Five. surprised me. Yeah. No, for me, yeah, it's definitely two, one, and three. And then um, the next, I actually really liked. I think I liked the kid. college years. I think I liked uh, <laughs> Karate Kid. Hillary the, Swank. Yeah. The, right. <laughs> yes. I loved that. I loved that movie. I, I remember watching it a lot as a kid, but Karate Kid 2 by Karate far kid is lost, lost in New York. Best. It's got to be Jaden Smith where he's like, <laughs> no, well, you Japanese. Off. He's like, I'm Chinese. He's like, teach me karate, old Japanese man. He's like, I'm Chinese. This is China. <laughs> I just enjoyed whatever, the, man. Just teach me some karate. I just enjoyed the jacket on jacket off scenes. I was like, can we not have him just yell Jack off <laughs> for another few minutes, please? Um, all right, so this is uh, Gordon meeting the old coach here. Gordon? Gordon. I love this guy, too. I just think he's the greatest. He even, okay, I'm going to interrupt here. He even does the, uh, when he does the, and then the, does the, the yeah, cashier wave, the identical, when he goes, uh-huh. they are identical from My Cousin Vinny. Mm-hmm. He does that same motion in this movie, which mm-hmm. makes me think he just has that as like a go-to thing like that's just he does yeah. that in real life Go. i wondered if he gave himself tmj for how hard he chews his gum in this movie so your old coach huh well actually i'm uh, coaching peewee district five team no kidding you and then are. that's when you're like you're still you coaching got- uh peewee also like what have you done with your life you're just you're just gonna be a peewee coach from from now on like what i don't understand what he could possibly uh like I, like I said, he's Does he's like a. Pay? I don't yeah, know. That's I was going to say mean. that's like, not usually a pay like a that decades, much of a paying gig. He's like a decades long like winning peewee hockey coach. Like that's not something you put on your. Well, like you, you go back to your high school back, reunion. Uh, the Minnesota North Stars came knocking, and I was like, "Nope, got to add to my collection of weird banners inside this one <laughs> rink." Yep, maybe he owns the rink. Get on. Maybe that's where I he gets his money. That. Coach Mike Madonna to a Stanley Cup. Nah, I think my place is here with the yeah with the Pee Wee League. Well, and I want to know too, like where are these kids' freaking parents that are let, letting him treat them so shitty? <laughs> and and um, like the like Banks's dad freaking sits in the Hawks section, and he watches these kids like pummel his son, like not even the first time, like or not even the time yeah. that he gets hurt, but like he gets dropped like three times and he's just sitting there like, oh, I would be like up that coach's ass. They had to they had to show the the dad being a piece of crap because like otherwise you'd be super sympathetic, just like, well, you're on a championship team and like scouts are interested, you know. And uh oh, just kidding, you have to go play for the ragtag gang of misfits because yeah. of like some sneaky lawyer trick. Yeah, that is no, uncool. Would enforce that. They'd be like, oh, he's zoned in beers. Like, yeah, he's fine. This is peewee hockey. There are no stakes. Yeah, he's, and he's he already paid. <laughs> I know he already, he's he's already got fees. the uniform. Yeah, for sure. They'd be like, we'll let well, this one slide. No problem. <laughs> the other thing, too, is in the beginning, you really like Mr. Ducksworth. 
he is like gordon take a break you work too hard you know like your work shouldn't be your life and all this stuff so you're like oh this guy and then he pays for the kids stuff so you're like this guy he's pretty decent and then all of a sudden it just like it turns on a dime and he's just a piece of shit like that kind of came out of nowhere too which kind of which sucks i feel it like it's just bad writing they couldn't find another way for him to like be an impediment to progress mm-hmm. without having him just have a crazy attitude shift. And that was always really jarring to me too. Yeah. And then he, but it's, it sets him up to have the change of heart at the end where he's like, ah, I'm wearing my Jersey now. <laughs> nice. Uh, here's, <laughs> here's the scene where uh, he quits his job essentially. Yeah. Collect your personal belongings, Gordon. Do it. Yes, sir. There it goes. Mr. Ducksworth. <laughs> Do it. Thank you very much, Mr. Ducksworth. Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. Quack, 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 Gordon, quack, quack. Stop. Quack, 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 quack. Yeah, whatever. I just That's like a, a, a grown too. man had to be like, Gordon, stop quacking. I mean, just Would the it kill you to and- deliver some quotable dialogue, Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> like just the quacking in general to me watching it this time seemed so stupid yeah, as a kid cringy. i was like this is so in like this is so inspirational yeah. but as an adult i'm like oh like like emilio estevez how many times did you have to like just say quack quack in this movie like he was probably like this sucks like i i don't want my career do is over yeah and then they're like here you got to make like three more or whatever. Yeah. that was such a small baggie of cocaine <laughs> Like, how many times did he have to redo that scene? They're like, all right, give us more quacks. Be more aggressive. We need- <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, that guy did make, like, a, a weird pivot for no reason, it seemed. Like, he had a super change of heart. In the beginning, he was like, we're going to fix you. We're going to work on things. You're going to go, and you're going to do this. It's going to be good for you. It's going to be good for the firm. Everything's going to be great. And then after this, he was just like, like, take away yeah. the kid and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Do you think? I, I assume he got quacked at a bunch when he was a kid, right, Mister Ducksworth? Like that's oh, a given, right? That someone just followed him around and quacked at him oh. for <laughs> most of his childhood. Uh, which makes me uh, leads me to this next point here. How do we fix this film? If it even needs to be fixed, how do you fix this movie? More quotable dialogue. That's it. I mean, yeah, really. That's it. Otherwise, fits every cookie cutter uh, staple of a early 90s like uh ragtag bunch of kids right i mean i personally but- would have liked to have known more about each kid or like the main like maybe like the main three you know like maybe you know where where the hell did fulton come from because he he's always alone like does he is he a foster kid you know like give me something to like really hang on to for like did he go on them. to play football like we don't know where's the resolution I- for fulton yeah. I know. Well, like all of them, you know, they're like, um, obviously Jesse and Terry, I think, um, they have a good, they have a dad. Where's their mom? Did she die? <laughs> like what's happening? Like, I just feel like you don't get to know the characters enough to really give a shit, especially, and especially since you can't, I don't really care about Gordon Bombay. He is, mm-hmm. he's douchey. Like even where, up until the end. I think that's where the catchphrases and quotes and things come in like that. Get They make them endearing characters by having them say clever and fun things where this movie just lacks that entirely. It's just there is no clever, fun dialogue. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that Jesse and Harry did not get invited to the private school of Mighty Ducks 3? No, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I uh, again, I am ignorant as to the happenings of, of Mighty Ducks 3, but I'll I'll. 
I'll trust your judgment on that. Good stuff. <laughs> um, so, okay. Now let's uh, recast this movie uh, today. Uh, let's just go with like the main characters. Who's the, the shitty other coach? Who's the new Hans? Who's the new Gordon Bombay? Ooh, the guy that played uh, Tim Higgins, I think was his name from Friday Night Lights. He plays hockey in real life and he's super hot. <laughs> so I'd like him to be Gordon Bombay for okay. sure. All right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, the other there coach? Aren't a lot of, yeah. yeah, like the bad guy coach. Yeah, the, the antagonistic other coach. I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> sure. I mean, maybe. Always winning. Somebody with a the other coach always has a Bluetooth headpiece in. I feel like they do that to For show sure. someone's a douche. So he's always got like a yep. Even when he's and just like guy, on the bench. Yeah. He's got a guy that follows him around with a clipboard all the time, just writing mm-hmm. down whatever whatever he says. Yeah. That's Absolutely. what this needs. But like, I'm drawing a blank for child actors. Like to be honest, I just don't feel like they're. Yeah. Hans like, would be. I, they would recast Hans as um, Morgan Freeman or somebody like yeah, that. Sure. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Or like, uh, post, uh, posthumous uh, Alan Rickman or something <laughs> like somebody who's got yeah. some real sage advice and a, and a real, a real story about them. Uh, but we just never get to get a chance to hear what it is. You know, get out there, Gordon. Better get busy skating or get busy dying. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like you've already made that choice. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Uh, really, Morgan Freeman would just be the voice of God. It, he would just be God. You'd just be when, the narrator. Uh, when when Bombay actually gets in a car accident, and then all of a sudden Morgan Freeman shows up, and he's the only one that can see him. And <laughs> it turns into. Some say an, Coach Bombay life. really was full of piss, blood, and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're, yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's awesome anyway okay let's do uh i mean we've all been we've all heard pep talks before right like you've all been involved in some scenario where someone's trying to to talk you up and and make you uh you know feel better about things uh just imagine if this were that pep talk for you hey, shut up you guys stink yeah, I, I thought we came here to play hockey. Coaches. Yeah, I knew we forgot something. <laughs> but you think it's funny? You think losing is funny? Well, not at first, but once you get the hang of it. I thought that was great, We're the too. ones out there yeah, getting good. our butts kicked. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you coach us or anything. Yeah. At least we tried. You didn't listen to a word I said. I said, keep your heads up. You put your heads down. I said, hustle. You went slower. That was the sloppiest playing I've ever seen. Why the hell don't you just listen to me? Why the hell should we? Ooh, snap. Ooh, another another cuss. Um, yeah, no, I have definitely had coaches talk to me like that before. I've actually quit um quit I quit volleyball once because that was like that was like tame compared to the the default setting. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm not playing for you anymore. (laughs) Peace. That can like absolutely ruin the experience, right? I mean, like there's Without having yeah. a, de- a decent uh, coach there to like foster you through those events, in you know, like losing, oh. losing's tough, right? But it's, it's like having a boss. It. Yeah, it's like if if you don't make me want to work hard for you because you're a piece of shit, then I'm just gonna <laughs> give you the bare minimum and not listen to anything you have to say. Sure. So. Oh, we did get um, we did get this scene also that features the the term "wuss breath," which I thought was fun. 
Hi, girls. Does your mommy know you have that? Well, they found like yeah. a crate. Uh, they found like a crate of dumpster Playboys or something, and uh, yeah. and they're passing them around. With the mailman, out of my great bathroom reading. That's mine, you jerk. I found it. You don't even know what to do with it. You don't know what to do with it. Wisp breath. That was that no. was left over from when this movie was rated R. It was much darker. It was the revenge movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Bill, we're we're making this PG thirteen. You can't you can't have an eight year old kid call another eight year old kid pussy breath. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Yeah, just more rustling. That's what we needed. Uh, okay. All right, we should probably get to some games. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Let's get on to some games, and with that comes some theme songs. And the first one is going to sound like this. Box office theme song! <laughs> box office theme song. That's right. It is time for uh, the box office game. Mandy, take it away. All right, Jason. Um, what do you think that the budget was for this movie back in 1992? $20 million. No, that's high for 92 and for a movie with no special effects. Sure. Maybe $10 million? Okay. Matt? Um... I'm sure it was a cash grab for Emilio. Uh, it was a large ensemble cast. So I'll give it the 20. Okay. It was actually 10. It was oh, 10 nice. million. Very oh. good. Yeah. Um, and then, okay. So Jason, how much do you think that this movie roughly has accumulated worldwide gross up until today? <laughs> Maybe like uh, 80. Like, okay. I think this probably, I think this probably printed some money. For sure. It had to have to, to generate yeah, the type of. More. It spawned multiple sequels For and sure. a television program and a hockey team. Yeah, right. At least merch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, what was the what did you say? 80 was yours. I'm going to say ridiculous. I'm going to say this was like 120 or better. It was only 50, like 50.7 oh, million. Okay, well, still, yeah. I guess. A $10 million budget. Yeah. I yeah, mean, definitely. Still- that was a win for sure. For somebody. Somebody got paid. And they it only they only. um filmed for like three three and a half months okay and it was all during the school year which i feel like would be really difficult having this many kid actors but well you just you have onset tutors is what you do yeah, and they really. just cycle them out <laughs> that's why they kept them all around the same age probably so they could all just have one tutor yeah yeah um i do want to also play in the middle of this sorry um the the scene where gordon tries to break up with charlie and the team at the same time you're quitting? I'm stepping aside to keep the team Joshua together. Jackson is the guys awesome can't play for somebody team. they don't trust. I trust you. The other guys do too. They just don't know it. You gotta talk to them. Charlie, I've done all I can. No, you haven't. You gotta tell them. You gotta make them understand. You can't walk out on the Ducks. We're your team. No, you're not. We are too. We weren't even the Ducks until you came along. You made us and now you're stuck with us. Charlie. It's really right. bad when Charlie, like, out axe you and not yeah. even like over axe just out axe you in general <laughs> sure i felt real weird about the scenes when he was like talking to the children he was like i made you guys and i'm here i'm like fuck you dude like we were like you've done nothing like like i don't know you, like w- mechanically wise he's taught them to like push eggs back and forth to each other soft uh, hands yeah but i mean like you didn't make them give the kids some damn credit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They'd be, they'd be doing just as well. Not just as well. You get it. I don't know. It just made me, it made me hate him a little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's not likable. <laughs> All right. Um, next, next game. Me. 
Yeah, you want to do some ages? For show. Sure. All right, let's do the theme song for this one. Let's play Guess the Age. All right, it's time for Guess the Age. Mandy, take it away. All right. Uh, Jason, how old do you think Emilio Estevez was when he was in this movie? Roughly, when a movie came out, I should say. 35. Matt? Uh, 31. He was 30. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was 30. I've um, done nothing with my life. Right? <laughs> I, th- I think this kind of stuff all the time. <laughs> Why do you um, play this game? I, do, I know. Yeah, just to make everyone really depressed bad. about what they've accomplished in their life. Wait until we this talk about This game should how be old. called 20-year-old millionaires. Yeah, wait until we talk sit about- on the couch in your basement being <laughs> sad about the fact that you got to work a regular job. <laughs> Is that but, too long? Maybe. Well, we try to keep them under 10 or 15. That'll do it. I'll, I'll clip it out. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull that out and we'll play it for the next. <laughs> um, but yeah, just wait until we tell you how successful these children actors were, because that's where it gets real bad. Like they're making movies yeah. at the age of like 12 and I'm, you know. And then their dad stole all their money. Playing the head or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like Eddie Murphy. Like he was freaking so amazingly successful at like 20. You're like, oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Um, all right. Jason, how old do you think Lane Smith, who plays Coach Riley, how old do you think he was? In 1992? Yeah. Uh, 55? Okay. Matt? 49. He was 56. Okay. That's a long time ago, and he's still alive, so yeah. good to him. No, he's not. Um, no. Lane Smith yeah, died in 2005. Oh no! Okay, well then rips, forget that. I usually put Smith. rips, and I didn't. Yeah, and we've uh, had him on, and I knew he was dead. I don't know what I was. I knew thinking. he died in two thousand five at age sixty nine. So I quickly did some math in my head, and I, <laughs> I was off by one. So I cheated and didn't even didn't even do it right. Nice. <laughs> um, all right, Jason. How old do you think Joshua Jackson, who played Charlie Conway, was? Oh, in this fifteen, if that. Okay, uh, I'm Matt? gonna say he was like twelve. He was 14. Yeah. Okay. And we always give like a, a like plus or minus a year just because you don't know when their birthdays fell. Um, how old do you think Fulton was? Alden Henson, Jason. 35. I, I want to say he was considerably older, but like. Maybe the maybe like I'm going to say 15 for Alden Henson also. Okay. okay. I'll say 19. He was 15. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, Sean Weiss. How old do you think he was, Jason? Probably 15. Who the yeah. hell is Sean Weiss? He was plays Goldberg. Goldberg. Oh, okay. Yeah. There. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, 13. He was 14. Okay. All right. Just this is going to be, a, yeah, I was going to say it's a lot of that hits. when it's the kids. Yeah. I will tell you, um, Averman, Matt Dougherty was 14. Um, Brandon Quinton Adams, who played Jesse, he was 13. Averman is the, is he the goalie goalie? The goalie yeah. goalie yeah. goalie, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, JD Daniels, who played Peter, who I wanted like big time when I was little because I just thought he was so cute. Um, he's the you little bastards one. He was 12. <laughs> he was pretty small, even for 12, though. Um, Carp, Dave Carp, who grew to be hot, he's 12. Um, <laughs> Garrett Ratliff Henson, who played Guy, the boyfriend to What's Her Face. Yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah. He was 12. Um, oh, how old do you think Connie was, Jason? Um, she's ageless, so. Yeah. I, I would be surprised if she wasn't on the older side, though. I want to say, like, maybe 16. 
Okay, Matt. Uh, I'll say 14. She was 15. And oh. she has to kiss um, the the guy, Jermaine, or the Garrett, what's his face? Like she, He's 12. Like a 15 and a 12-year-old, I feel like there's a big age difference, especially with a girl, They never the actually kissed, though. Oh, they kissed multiple times in this movie. At the end, like they're practically like su- like sucking each other's faces in when they're huh. they go out on the ice. Huh. It, and it's and it is not. It, it doesn't look good. It just looks like <laughs> they don't know how to kiss and like and they're just they just opened their mouths and like just stuck each other's so faces. That's, yeah. So that's how you fix this movie then? We just <laughs> just yeah. maybe get some reshots on. The- <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that would be strange because that's it. That's a lot. That's a big sure. difference. For 40 so. bucks, you can go on Cameo and have Marguerite <laughs> Moreau record a video where she asks you if you would like to help her practice kissing. That's there the you thing go. you can do for 40 bucks. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my Work gosh. That, that's Andy. awesome. <laughs> um, right. The girl that played Tammy was 13. Jesse, or uh, sorry, Jesse. Uh, uh, is it Jesse? Jesse Smollett. Yeah, he was 10. Vincent Ju- Juicy Smollett. <laughs> Juicy Smollett. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then uh, the kid that played Banks was 14, just in case anybody really liked sure. those guys and wanted to know. Perfect. All right. Uh, you want to move on to the next? Yeah. All right. We're going to do What's That Sound? And that's got a theme song also. Ooh, that sound. Coming in hot. Always. Did you hear that sound? Ooh, that sound. The sound that just played you. That one we need, we need it just shorter. We Garrett need to get sent me one. a message. I think he said he was making breakfast. Reduce. And he was just singing it while he was. So now I'm picturing him like, like flipping sausages in his <laughs> kitchen, like while he's singing it. It's just the sound of bacon cooking. <laughs> What's that sound? All right, <laughs> which you can uh, smell. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah. You don't want to play. What's that smell? Uh. Ever really. <laughs> All right, uh, so what's that sound? This time around, we only have two sounds. I, most of it was covered by weird music beds and other nonsense. So hopefully the audio comes through better on this. Uh, I don't know what I did, but apparently I fucked it up over the last few episodes where it's been uh, a little bit muddier than normal. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Ready? Go. That was Fulton Reed clapping a bomb at a... Uh at a suitcase in an alley and it missed and it hit the window of a van. That is correct. All of those things are true. Yeah. And I'll just play it one more time for people who are listening in. I wasn't sure if that would have been easy enough had I not left the car, like the tire screeches in. So I figured Uh, we'd. Yeah. I might have have gotten that wrong if you hadn't left the the van screeching to a halt for sure. Yeah. Because there's a couple of different slap shots that cause some glass breakage to happen. But all right. So there's that one. Nice job. There's only two of these. So here's the second one. And this clip is very long. So I'll stop it kind of halfway through and see if you've got it by then. And then we'll just let it go. Shout it out when you know. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, I was pulling that clip and I was like, okay, it'll just be a few more seconds. And it kept going and going and there's no dialogue and it's just a skate sharpener for a full like 25 seconds. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So nice. Very good. I got to start playing it so I can stop it. Hold on there. Okay. Nice job. That's two for two. Very good. And now that means we're going to move on to our newest game. In fact, this game is so new. It has no theme song. Uh, And I don't think we, yeah, we weren't doing it last time you were on. Uh, so what this game is, it's very convoluted. It, some might call it stupid uh, and that some might include me. Uh, what I've done is created a game based on the name of the game first and then reversed engineered it into a game. So this game is called 
forwards, backwards. What I'm going to do is play you a forward phrase forward. Or I'm sorry. <laughs> start backward. over. I'm going to play you a forward phrase backward. And then I'm going to play you a, a series of phrases forward. And you need to tell me which forward phrase is the initial backward phrase that I have played. If right, that makes okay. sense. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to play the backward phrase a couple of times first, and then we'll give you the series of other things. Here's the your theme song. Of this. Here, here's your theme song, by the way. You say forwards, backwards, backwards, and then play it backwards. Sure. Yeah. But just the, the explanation to this game is so ridiculous. Oh, no. I can't even look at you while Here's you what you do. It, you like... say the word backwards, forwards, and then play it backwards, and then you try to say the word forward backward and then play it backwards so it's backward backwards so it's forward so it's just so the me whole going thing sounds like word backward. yeah forward, backward. Yeah, yeah so it sounds all david Lynch. <laughs> i mean that's basically that explanation is what it sounds like when matt's trying to explain how to uh-huh, this game for sure all right um we did now have... explain the game without saying the word forward or backward <laughs> right. i'm gonna play well, a clip it's gonna sound weird Yep, that's it. And then you just tell me what I need you to tell me. Uh, So we did have a a listener send in uh, their rendition of what they would want to be turned into a song. Uh, Stacy sent us a clip. She said, we can use this if we want, but someone else should take these lyrics and turn them into a song. I'm just going to play the raw lyrics for them. Yeah, she she should. She should get the credit for this for sure. First, Matt plays a backwards clip. Then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. And which explains the game way better yes, than it I does. explained it. So maybe I'll just start using that. You gotta as rhyme the... clip with flip. Yeah, for sure. All right. We'll work that in. We're going to do some Yeah, thanks for that, too. That's awesome. Sure. All right. I'll, I'll send you a bill. Yeah. <laughs> God, get back out of this. What have I done? Okay. Over here we go. And now we're going to play the backwards phrase first. Here it is. Okay, that was it. I'll play it again. All right. Now I'm going to play it backwards and with a series of forward phrases. This time of night, through the back door, is this sharp enough? Is this sharp enough? So you buried, yeah, the fourth, I agree. buried the fourth one, but you're thinking it's it doesn't still, matter. I, I think I agree. this is sharp enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I will play it again. That is correct. Is, is this sharp enough? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Hans, you just bringing out the naughty words with his backwards. Yeah. Words. Everyone knows that shit backwards is this. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyone who it, had a yak backwards in the nineties. I, it was weird because when I was listening to him, I pulled the clip of him talking to Gordon when he came in every one of his lines were like little forward chunks of lines. And I'm like, yeah. dude, this is done for me. All I got to do is pull each one of his little lines there. And I got this. So. Eat your hoss and and eggs. <laughs> I built my TV dinner. All right. Um, let's uh, truck it along. So I guess that's it for games. I mean, we're, we're pretty well spent for games. Uh, Jason, is there anything about this movie that we did not talk about that you feel needs to be told to our listeners at all? Anything that it made you feel? <laughs> this movie holds up. Uh, as someone who saw this movie in the theaters because I played hockey, and as someone who watched this again with my daughter and then, you know, just said, what the hell, I'll watch it again for this podcast. Um, this movie, it holds up. You know, there's some stuff that you liked as a kid that you're like, eh, why do I like this? This is better than you remember because you didn't get some of it. You know, some of the jokes, some of the stuff. Um, 
I'd give it another watch. And if you haven't seen this, it's uh, you don't have to like hockey to like this movie. Sure. All right. All right. So I guess that answers the would you watch this again? So that's that's basically our gauge as to whether or not this is yeah. a good movie. So good. Uh, Mandy, would you watch this movie again? Oh, yeah. And actually, like, I'm super glad that this podcast is over because I have been fiending to watch the other ones, but I sure. don't want to confuse things. So, yeah, I definitely would watch it again. Um, like Kate watched a little bit with me, but she was like, oh, can't we watch something else? Because she just doesn't get well, it's mostly boys. And she's just like, I don't care what boys do. They're stupid. Sure. Um, sure. But yeah, no, I liked it a lot. I would definitely watch it again. How about Perfect. you? Um, no, I, I will watch this, the, the other films, the sequels. I'll watch the sequels probably. Um, but I just, yeah, I mean, one was enough, you know, I it's mean, not for and a again, sports movie like yeah. for you. This is still probably pretty decent. Sure. And not that, again, not that it's a bad movie. It's just, there's not a ton to glean from like redoing it, like watching it again. I just, yeah. it's not super quotable and it's not, um, there's no big twists or turns that you're like, oh, that was super unexpected or like, oh, I can't wait to watch this with someone else so we can talk about how this cool part happened because they're just I mean, I don't know. It's kind yeah, of your daughter like 13 now. No, she's 10. OK, so I mean, she'd be into it probably if I watched it with her. But, uh, you know, I think yeah. she'd really like the, the dog poop in the purse scene. She, yeah. I think that was pretty sweet. <laughs> for sure. For See, sure. I'd forgotten about that. So I was like rewatching it. I, the very first scene in the movie, I had no memory of. And I was like, oh, no, do I not remember anything about this movie? But apparently that, I just uh, didn't remember the dog purse poop scene. That was very uh, convoluted, that whole process. Like they had to find a purse in a dumpster. They also mm-hmm. had to uh, chase around it, which why they fed the dog beans first, I guess. To make to it just, take a dump. Yeah, yeah. but like a worse dump i guess than normal <laughs> and if that's right? the case they're already buds with goldberg just let him rip one off in the in the purse you know? um, oh but human shit would be so much more like that's just so much worse yeah so much worse and yeah, the thing is it, the guy didn't know he, it could have been human shit that's probably why he chased him so far yeah and that goldberg, three that weird three stooges chase that they yeah. did like the, <laughs> did it, you know. benny hill sped up yeah chasing, which yeah that's the thing too is like they could have cut that out and put more character development in like there was yeah. just things that they could have you know but they whatever did, it, they is did more, it is more way more pranks in the third movie i kind of thought there would be more pranking based on like the very first scene of the movie is a a nice tasty prank yeah i could have got, so, yeah. got behind that for sure but <laughs> all right they um, should have pranked ducksworth or you know and like or yeah. those those shitty kids that tried to beat up um the kid that turned the, kid the rollerblades yeah. 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 yeah yeah but all right so i mean i guess that's how we fix the movie <laughs> so anybody listening in who wants to revamp i know it's already being done but you know <laughs> there's sequels you can fix those um all right jason it's time now uh for the plugs man what do you got going on what do you want people to know about you where can we find you what's going on uh, check out Twitter. I'm Jason E. Alt on Twitter, and I have a pinned tweet where I have uh, all the links to the stuff I work on. What would be relevant for your listeners is I have a, uh, a movie podcast called Film Hooligans on the They Said, We Said YouTube channel. Um, we interview um, directors making independent movies. We've interviewed a few Academy Award winners. We kind of go down director's filmographies a little bit it's it's all about all movies all the time it's a it's a good time and i I think if you enjoy this podcast why not give that one a little bit of a listen they said we said on youtube perfect all right jason is was the first host of my very first um comedy show like the very first time i ever got up and did an open mic so 
Matt got me into it and then Jason hosted. So this is kind of nice. And then you were the our first guest on our first podcast. This is so sure. I'm feeling very nostalgic right now. Amazing. You guys <laughs> yeah. should definitely listen. Yeah, go all the way back, man. All the way back to to episode one, uh version one. You'll get if once you get back there, <laughs> you'll get the joke. Go all the way back, listen to those first four episodes, and you'll you'll get the joke. Yeah, but did you really only do it for four episodes? I what? thought you would have done it for much longer. We, yeah, we thought so too, and then we wanted to kill ourselves. We did it for. Yeah. I think technically we did it for six episodes. Yeah. Uh, one five, of them five was, and a half. Yeah, one of them was unairable, and the other one got done in two halves. We had to, we had issues with the recording and had to come back and record the second half of the first mm-hmm. set. But we do right. somewhere in the ether floats an unreleased episode with terrible audio that I always thought I would be able to clean up and somehow release later on, but we'll see if that ever happens. Anyhow. Um, yeah. So go do all of the things that Jason said, go, go listen to the podcast, go find him on Twitter at Jason E. Alt on Twitter. Mandy, do you have anything you want to point people toward? Uh, just go look for Jason stuff and, um, try to get vaccinated when you can. That's all I got for now. Perfect. You were just recently on an episode of uh, David. Yeah, Steve's good versus yes, good. John uh, good versus evil. Yes, it so go was check that out. Super fun. Yeah, that that was great. Good for guys. Sure. Fun. Time. Those guys have both also been on the podcast. So, oh, uh, for me, uh, I have recently uh, devolved as a person into someone who plays video games online uh, with a Twitch channel. So go find me playing video games on my Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash mattopoly83 it's m-a-t-t-o-p-o-l-y 83 and you can find me there i just hit affiliate so i'm stoked now people can start throwing money at me i can play video games for pennies when people chuck them uh, my way so uh if you want to support that go do that that would be great otherwise you can uh reach out to us via email at another episode podcast at gmail.com to tell us what we did that you liked what we did that you didn't like and then send us a theme song if you can fix that one and send it on over that would be tremendous uh I want to point everyone toward Instagram because that's where we're going to put the poster up where we're going to take the stars of the film off the poster and add Jason Alt instead. So look for that on Instagram. Those come out every Sunday prior to the Wednesday show. We don't know how to end these. Otherwise, it would just be uh, be me rambling on forever. So what we've decided to do is play clips at the end. And tonight, the clip is going to sound like this. Forget it, cake eater. If you want to play, play with yourself. Come on, Terry. That's it. All right. Thank you so much, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Thank you for doing this. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.